Welcome to Business and Money Mentors. Together, Mia, your business mentor, and Bonnie, Miss Money Boss, guide you on the need to knows to grow and manage your business successfully. Hello, hello, hello. This is Mia, and we have a very special surprise this week. Um, but first, I want to bring in Bonnie. Welcome, Bonnie, to our show. How are you? I'm good, Mia. How are you this morning? I'm actually really amazingly fabulous, <laughs> seriously. It's, it's a beautiful day. Isn't it a beautiful day? Oh, my God, I love it. It's gorgeous out. The weather's nice. I'm feeling... I have a lot of energy. I got my workout in this morning, and I'm really super excited about what we're talking about today because I was somebody who was told when I was young that I was not photogenic and I needed to stay out of being in front of the camera. <laughs> that is mean. Mean, 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 isn't it? I mean, I know. which we know isn't even the truth. So today's show, we're going to be talking about how to get great photos from your photo shoot every time. The reason this is so important is because we have to represent ourselves in business, in photographs, in videos. And without this preparing information, you're not going to get your best shoot. Literally, a great photo shoot marketed well, you know, the photos from it marketed well can bring in, depending on which line of work, but I've seen coaches who bring in 100000 instantly from having an incredible, and this was like four or five years ago when I was tracking this, from having a great photo shoot. And it, it literally means that you're playful and you look good and things like that. So this is a, a wonderful, wonderful uh, conversation we're going to have today. So I just want to clarify things, Mia. So you're saying that once they did the photo shoot and then they got those pictures out publicly, they earned a lot more money after That's doing right. the photo shoot, right? Not so, from the photo shoot itself, but after they got those photos out there and they used them in their marketing and things like that, yeah. people were more drawn to them, right? Exactly. Exactly. Okay. It's a beautiful okay. thing. Yes. yes, yes. <laughs> just thought I, yeah, I just thought I would clarify that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, and, you know, here's the thing. For women, you know, um, Sometimes it can be really it can be really challenging to get in front of the camera because you know if we look at 98% of women hate something about themselves, right? And 80 yes. to 90% of women really don't like the way that they look. So if we if we talk about these kinds of things, how are we going to be able to get great photos when this is what we're thinking in the background as we're having our photos taken? That's right. That's right. And and also for men, because there's, you know, a huge amount of men in business as well, you guys need not to just have your regular sitting on the corner of your desk with your arms folded. You also exactly. need, need to come in alignment 
or into center, however you want to call it, with understanding that this is a power play for you, especially. So this today's talk is really amazing. So when we talk about the, the feminine, we're also going to include a few tips about the masculine because we cherish your journey as well. And it is really important to just enjoy this whole process. It's not goofy. It's not, you know, silly. It's about you representing yourself, how you want to do it to the world that represents your brand. Exactly, exactly. And I know that, you know, like, so here's the, here's, here's something that I think is super, super important. You know, most people, what happens is they get in front of the camera and they freeze. You know, it's like all of a sudden they're scared, like the fear comes out and, and they naturally start to tense. So the first thing that you have to do is you have to make it fun. Like this has to be a super fun experience for you because the more that you can relax into having your pictures taken, the more confident and the more relaxed you're going to appear in the pictures, which is going to be what's going to draw people in. Like if you are feeling tight and constricted, you're, you're going to have not a good look in front of the camera because it's going to show up on your face and it's going to show up in your body. So it's really important that when you take pictures, you look and feel relaxed and that your body looks and feels relaxed because that's what shows up in the image itself. So one of the ways that you can really do this is about getting out of your head and into your body before you do your photo shoot. And I want to really kind of go into deep the depths of this with you, Mia, because to me, this is the most important thing that you need to know if you're going to have a photo shoot. Now, before we get into that, I want to remind you all that, remember, a photograph, they always say, a picture's worth a thousand words. Well, in today's uh, world, literally, literally, our pictures will stay around forever. They're on the internet when we put them up there. So you want to represent yourself in that aspect to know that you only want to put out there what you want the world to see you. You know, you're not going to be putting out, obviously, the ones where you're closing your eyes, you're making a face. So be aware of what you also put out to the world. Okay, Bonnie, she's all yours. <laughs> okay, so here's, here's the thing. Okay, so we have to get out of our head and into our bodies before the whole photo shoot. Because mm-hmm. if you don't do this... It will literally take you 30 to 40 minutes, which would be time wasted where you're going to have all these crappy photographs and you're going to be really disgusted with yourself. So here are some quick tips on how to get out of your head and into your body. So one of the things I love to do when I'm at a photo shoot is I love to have incredible music that really gets me in the mood to take this picture. So make it fun. What music do you like love to listen to, like your favorite song on the planet that really gets you moving in your body, right? So put some headphones on, listen to that music, stand up and literally start dancing around, moving around, moving your body, close your eyes, start feeling in your body and literally get out of your head. And if you do this for five minutes, you won't be thinking. And then when you're not thinking, then you're ready to get straight out in front of the camera and you're ready to go. That's right. And I recommend what Bonnie said as well, but include it 
in the morning preparation, getting ready. Because usually when we have a photo shoot, that is our main thing for the day, right? Pretty much because it's very exhausting, time consuming and all that, or it can be. So you want to make it as much fun as possible. So ground yourself when you're getting ready, whether you pray, whether you meditate, listen to music, absolutely. As you're getting ready, processing yourself, making sure, checking off all your stuff, listen to your music, be in your body, exactly what Bonnie said, because then it'll also make it easier at the shoot, too, as you're listening, getting back into your your body, because you go generally, and not always, but generally you go from waking up at one place to the location of where the photo shoot is, whether it's at a park, whether you rent to the place, whatever it is. So you're going to be meeting other people on the way in the car, traffic, this and that. You don't want to get out of that space. Bonnie, when we did your last photo shoot, as everybody sees on the Business and Money Mentors, it was incredible because the entire day from the morning was all about excitement and joy and getting ready into that space. Exactly. Exactly. Fabulous. You know, and I will tell you that, like, here's the thing is, like, you have to be in that headspace the whole day. And I will tell you that I did have one challenge. And what that challenge was had nothing to do with all of the people that were, like, supporting me in this journey with the exception of the photographer. So what Mm -hmm. happened was, you know, I was – you know, at the location on time, everything was fine in in relationship to that, but the photographer was really kind of throwing me off my game. And mm-hmm. literally, I had to get, I had to continuously get out of my head and into my body because I was getting frustrated with him. And when you get frustrated, you get into your head. And so he was taking a few pictures and then stopping, and I was like ready for him to take more. And so like every time he stopped, it like threw me off. And so literally every, what I was doing is every time he was doing that, I was closing my eyes and I was listening to the music in my head that I had listened to before the photo shoot started. And I was literally getting myself back into my body every time. And I was lucky that I was able to do that. And I had that tool and I knew how to use it because if I didn't, I would have not gotten the number of great pictures that I did get from this photo shoot. Well, that's, that's a really, really amazing point. And with Bonnie's photo shoot, we treated it, or I treated it, like um, I was her production manager for it. Yep, like you I were. Love to do, like I love to do photo shoots. So we had a big team of about seven people there. And we'll get into photo shoots a little bit later, you know, on other areas and how to do stuff. But I want you to know that if you have somebody who's watching out for you, watching your back during the photo shoot, they'll be able to, and remember, choose somebody that you trust, choose somebody that's gentle, you know, that can make the whole situation smooth. Because I could see what Bonnie was going through and how this was making us very frustrated. We had videographers there, two of them. We had photographer. We had makeup people. It was, it was really an amazing event. And so we, would, we worked with Bonnie. I mean, Bonnie did it herself, but we were trying to work with the photographer to get him moving and chilling. So you need somebody right. there to support that because these are really big, powerful things. They don't have to be super-duper-duper-duper duper, duper expensive. People think they're thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars. They can be. They absolutely can be. But 
make sure that you have your team, um, you know, you listen to us and you hear us and you think, wow, that's going to be really pricey. Remember, guys, we're all about saving a dime because we're business and money mentors. And so everything you can create, you can create, of course, spending money and, and paying people what they deserve. But also you can bring in people that can support it and you can trade services such as your close friend or something or somebody that you know that can uh, kind of run the show while you're being the star type of thing. Exactly. Where they can just exactly. donate their time because they love you. <laughs> so one of the things that I think is super, super important that you understand is when you choose a photographer, you really need to interview him or her and see samples of the work or get a referral from somebody who has worked with that person. Because if I had probably talked to somebody who had worked with this photographer, I may not have used him. That's the truth. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Because, right. like, literally, I've never had that happen before. And I've had several different photo shoots. So I've had at least 10 different photo shoots. And this Bonnie. is the first time that I had to wait. Yeah, and I want to just throw in really quick before you address anything else. Is this person really wore Bonnie down, literally. He came to her all the time because he knew that she did – you know, photo shoots and that this was an important thing in her business. So be like what she's saying, be absolutely aware and don't allow somebody to wear you down because, you know, he kept coming and coming and coming and she's like, great. You know, he's nice. His, his, you know, some of his photos look great. So ex listen to exactly what she's saying. Right. But it, but it's like, don't throw me off my game when I'm in the middle of a shoot here, you know, right. like really, exactly. come on guy, you know, you're supposed right. to be the photographer, not me. Oh, right, right? The professional, okay. right, exactly. And and here's something that Mia and I did, and actually I did with the entire team, that was super, super important. We planned ahead for this entire photo shoot. So we had an idea. We knew that we were. this was going to be all about my Ms. Money Boss. So I had a theme for the shoot. I actually bought props for the shoot that I was going to use in the shoot, and we did use them. And I made sure that Mia was great because, like, we brought a lot of money on the shoot. So I could have lost a lot of money. I had $5,000 in cash in $100 bills. And this money kept getting thrown up in the air all over the place. So this money could have ended up anywhere and most likely could have ended up in people's pockets. So, my, so Mia was like, she was my keeper of the money also on top of everything else that she did. She was amazing. She was like every, every literally time. like, okay, let's get all the money in. How much do we have it all? Is it counted? Da, da, da. It was great. Exactly. Before, before each time we threw it up, we counted the money to make sure it was all there, and then we would, yes, that was perfect. So it was like so Love funny. It. So we had such a fun time, but we planned ahead to give you an idea like, I brought $5,000 cash and $100 bills. I brought money bags with me. I had a megaphone. Um, I had a hat. I had glasses. You know, so, so you need to think about any props that you might want or need for your shoot ahead of time and make sure that you have all of those put together in a bag so that it's easy to pull from these things. Remember, when you're in a photo shoot, you have a matter of, you know, depending on the photo shoot, it can be an hour, two hours, three hours. These, whatever you're bringing to use on your shoot, you have to have easy access to. If you're spending five to ten minutes working, looking for something, you're wasting your precious photo shoot time. So remember, 
plan ahead, have everything organized, make sure you know which props you're bringing, and make sure you know where they are. Really super important. And your clothing as well. Yeah, and we are going to get into the clothing in, in much more detail. Um, so do you want to talk about location, Mia? Well, yeah, thank you. Um, locations are so cool. Um, many people know that I have a magazine, and so we often do, and so I'm going to use this as my examples. We often do um, photo shoots for the cover. So location is really important. If you want an indoor location, make sure it goes with your theme. We were able to get a high-rise office in Century City. Why? Because we wanted a desk that looked right. We wanted windows that Bonnie could stand in front of and be able to see outside and the you know, entire West Los Angeles landscape. There were things like that. When I've done photo shoots for, um, we did a body image photo shoot, shoot for Bellamia magazine where we, we rented um, a hangar at, Los, at a Santa Monica airport and we had the music and we had all that. So we had our big backdrop so that we'd have that open space. There are photo shoots that are done um, at the beach, on the bluff above the beach, different places like that, whatever you want your branding to go with or the movement of that image, remember to choose your location. Now, if you have several different locations, I've done uh, photo shoots with friends where we've had several different locations, so you start at the furthest one and work back to your, your home type of thing or however it works according to the outdoor sun and weather and that type of thing. So write it all out. Having a storyboard is really amazing. I talk about storyboards for not just um, you know, documentaries, movies, and work, but also for photo shoots. And it's not literally just a big board that you do yourself, but a storyboard is, is an outline, a timeline of how everything looks, feels, and will happen. Mm, I love that. I love that. Oh, my God. I just, I love that. I love, I love that you just said that. I love the way you put it. This is, that's amazing, Mia. That's a, a fabulous, fabulous idea. I love it, love it, love it. This is so beautiful for each and every person to feel honored and validated as they represent themselves. I've done um, really high up angel people in the industry of spirituality. We've done money people, things like that. So it's it's really you can you can do and get anything as long as it's prepared. We you know there are going to be some amazing surprises. So the the calmer you are. And the person that, you know, depending on your team and the person that's organizing it, the calmer you are, the more in tuned or the easier to see things is, such as one of the photo shoots with this angelic person was we went to this uh, spiritual location. Well, guess what? The light was just right. This plant literally looked like it was glowing as she stood next to it, like she was making it glow. So guess what Mia did? I took advantage of using that plant with her hands around it. It's one of the most incredible images I've ever seen or taken because it just was so magnificent. Now, I am not a professional photographer, but I will say I'm a professional. So you don't have to be, if you put yourself in that space of caring, knowing, and understanding whatever you're doing in life, whether it's photography or something else, you know, you do have the ability to bring out your creativeness, your intellect, all of these in a photo shoot, and, of course, everything else in life. That's what I want to point out. 
but be aware and calm so that you can spot the little nuances of amazing scenes that may not have even been on your outline or storyboard at all. And all of a sudden, you see a huge blessing because the light is just right, and the, or the shadows, or the trees, or the grass, whatever it is. Get into that space to just be in it so you can choose the right uh, angles, location, and all of that. It's really a very magical thing to do. Mm, that sounds amazing. I love that. I love, love, love yeah. that. I, I love it. When I was um, just starting out in my adult life, I was 18 and married into a Hollywood family. Well, my husband at the time, his who was actually my children's husband for many, many years, um, his father was a well-known photographer. And so I, I was loved food and cooking and all that. So he went from doing, uh, you know, movie set work to high fashion models to in the eighties, who I've just dated myself into <laughs> the eighties, <laughs> doing food work, you know, cover covers and things like that. Magazine covers with food. And it was so interesting because Guess what? They don't use, they use actual food, but they actually uh, wax them or gloss them. You know, with not, you can't eat food that's photographed. So there are many tricks and tools to make things look better. We want to stay as natural as possible. But also, you know, remember, makeup is there. We're going to talk about that in a little bit. But makeup is there as, as it would be, say, the apple where it had to be waxed or varnished so that it would shine. Makeup is the same way for your for your face, you know, to expose. It's to highlight different areas of your face, absolutely. Exactly. So my point is just to, because I know that Bonnie and I are going to talk about all that in a few minutes, but it's about being aware of what you have to work with that looks natural. Always be as natural as possible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, definitely. And you didn't know that about my life, did you? No, that I, was, I that didn't. That I was assistant on those, on those photo shoots. And I forgot all about it until this very moment. <laughs> oh, my God. Well, it's so funny because I've been a stylist for so many people without ever getting paid for it. So I just yeah. I think it's so funny. You know, it's like all of the things that we do that we don't realize that we do that, you know, we basically have experience with, you know. Right. Um, and so, and that's why I really want to talk about, like, what are you wearing on your photo shoot? And, the, and no matter what your photo shoot is about, the most important thing about what you're wearing is how you feel in it. That is mm-hmm. the most, the number one most important thing. Because when you are having a photo shoot, and I tell people this about no matter what you're wearing, no matter what day of the week it is, no matter what time of the day it is, whatever you're wearing, you must feel great in. If you do not feel good in your clothes, you will not, you will act like it. You will act like you don't feel comfortable. So whatever it is you're wearing, you have to feel confident in it. You have to love it on your body. You have to connect with it. You have to feel like that those clothes are a part of you, that they are there to help represent you and whatever image you are trying to bring forward. So whether you are doing a brand photo shoot or you're doing lifestyle shoots or you're doing a boudoir shoot or you're doing a business headshot, these are all very, very different kinds of shoots. 
you have to wear things that make you feel comfortable and confident. And yes, whatever it is that you want to represent, you want to have clothing that represents those things. So if you're doing a boudoir photo shoot, you're not going to be dressed up, you know, in a, in a, in a business suit. You know what I mean? Like that's the whole thing. But you may be wearing a very glamorous sheer dress that you could be wearing. So because that might be your form of boudoir. You might, you know, have you might have vintage boudoir where you're wearing like all vintage lingerie. That might be your look and feel. You know, you might even have your hair done like you know, you were a model in the 40s or 50s, you know, like the Maryland do or something like that, you know, to even inspire things more. So that's the whole thing is like whatever, whatever you want, have the photo shoot for, whatever it is about, whatever you want to represent and bring forward, that's what you want to feel comfortable and confident into. So Absolutely. So let's talk a little bit about some different kinds of photo shoots and like what kind of things that I wore or things that you wore when you did your photo shoots, Mia, because I think that this is super important and I've done a variety of different kinds of photo shoots. So let's start with the boudoir shoot. Yeah, I want I want to share something. My mind just went okay, my mind just went wild when you said it's not a business if it's boudoir. Okay, so get this, everybody. This would be so hot. So if you're representing some type of power play in a boudoir shot and you wanted to wear something business-like, you could wear a really amazing jacket, even an oversized, like it's a man's, and have your sexies underneath or a right. tie or something. So there's always a way to combine it with, with exactly what Bonnie said, making it about what the topic is and then pulling other aspects of what you want to pull into it. So cool. I just got that when you were right. talking. It's I like, could see it in my head. It was beautiful. It's like you're putting your spin on the photo, right? Yeah. And that's what makes it so you. Mm-hmm. Like, for instance, I'll give you an example. So, like, when I was doing, when I was doing my boudoir photo shoot, right, I had one, so I had two, um, two of the outfits that I was in were really super sexy dresses. One was like a John Galliano white halter dress that like was super kind of sheer and super sexy. And like people went crazy over it. And then I had this other um, silk blue dress that was like incredible that I did very playful things with. And then I had, underwear and bra shots. And then I had naked shots with just fabric, with just sheer fabric. So it's like I basically changed things around so that I got a variety of things all in that one photo shoot that didn't all look the same. They didn't all look like each other. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. One of my very first photo shoots, because my story is, that I never had, um, I never thought I was attractive. I'm the girl next mm. door. Um, I lived in the shadow of my sister who was a model and my mother who was always glamming it up. She had a, a makeup company and things like that. And I was the opposite. I was more of a tomboy and still pretty, people would tell me, but I didn't believe them um, until I did the work. So my first photo shoot when I got into uh, this industry 10 years ago, my first photo shoot was like, it was so cool because 
it was a sexy photo shoot. I was branded the passion muse at the time. And we did everything from um, <laughs> from Victoria's Secret um, lingerie and tops to one of my, uh, it's, it's actually faux fur, but it looks like it's real, a shearling, where, a shearling coat, which is like um, a lamb or a goat or something like that, where uh, the outside was suede and the inside was all um, fur. And so it was chocolate brown and it was draped around my shoulders as if it was a giant blanket. It was the most lovely thing. So you can do anything with your photo shoots of what area you want. You can change your clothes. You should be changing your clothes. You should be changing the background. And a good photographer will have either a studio or can travel, but will also help you. Um, it's a great thing to talk to your photographer ahead of time about specifically what these shoots are like, because they have to be aware of whether they need certain lighting for their cameras, certain lighting to um, be put up, whether they have to have bouncing those silver bouncing light things to bring more light in. One little tip, and I know that we'll probably cover it again, but it's in my mind right now. One little tip about using your photographer. Make sure you know how many shoots they've done, um, like Bonnie was saying, what kind of work, look at that, and also get a reference. If you don't know them personally, get a reference because on one of the photo shoots, and, and it was and it was great. He, you know, he saved us. He was it was perfect. Uh, the uh, photographer got a flat tire and canceled, so a friend came. But he bounced the light too much on the model. She was an actual actress on the cover of the uh, January issue of Bellamia. Bounced the light too much off on her face, and so the graphic designer had to actually put her makeup back on, you know, digitally. So be careful about, you know, because even though the makeup was on, she was washed out. So lighting's important. So talk to your photographer about lighting and about all this stuff. Put them in on it so they know what to bring and can be prepared. Amazing. Love that. <laughs> <laughs> so, so funny. And you know what? I, I just have to share this, guys, because I guess I have had a lot more. See, I, I don't. I, I know that I've done things, but um, until we talk about it, it's like, oh, my God, you are a pro at this. We also had a photo shoot where the woman came without the makeup people, you know, didn't do that. So we had to, um, no makeup. Her dress was wrinkled, um, or she wrinkled her dress. Um, we were out in the, the desert, and um, we had to Photoshop everything. We had to clean away the wrinkles on the dress. We had to add makeup to her face, and we had to poof out her hair a little bit. So anything can be done, but you want it to be natural. So that is the worst scenario for, say, a magazine cover. Um, but the best scenario is be prepared and have it all done correctly so it's smooth and glorious and everybody is happy. Well, the other thing is I think it's super important that – Depending on your age, so this is something that I never really thought about until like the last few years when I had a photo shoot because as I was aging, my skin started to change. It became right. more dry, certain makeup didn't look as good anymore, and even though I wear like all natural makeup, I don't just wear any makeup, you know, some of the stuff can dry your face out. So it's really important to know what kind of makeup you should be using. Like, for instance, I use now all liquid makeup. I don't use dry makeup anymore because dry makeup dries out my face. So I use liquid makeup that's natural, and that way 
my face looks and feels more hydrated. It also kind of doesn't, you don't get like powder stuck in the cracks and things like that. So it just really kind of keeps your skin looking younger and more hydrated and plump. The other mm-hmm. thing that's great um, when it comes to makeup is to put, here's an incredible tip, to put, before you put your makeup on, to put some cast, a little bit of castor oil all over your face. Because what ends up happening is the castor oil actually seeps into the cracks in your face and kind of fills them in so that the makeup ends up staying on the top and it doesn't like go into the cracks of your face. So put a little castor oil on your face before putting your, before having the makeup applied. It's amazing the difference that that makes. Fabulous. And also that's an amazing tip that Bonnie just shared because having moisture on the face before the makeup comes on makes you look 20 years younger. And so with that castor oil, it's it's affordable. It's the newest miracle thing made out of wheat or something. I mean, it's amazing. Um, No, it's it's made out of castor. Castor. So it's been around forever. But what I'm saying by the new miracle is that we're realizing it's amazing for our hair, our skin, everything. So if you do use it, make sure you dab it on just like a little bit, rub it in, rub it in, rub it in, and wait about 20 minutes before applying your makeup because it is thick at first and it does need to absorb. That's all I right. want to say about that because it, it is, you're right, it's, it's, it's our miracle thing that we've discovered. <laughs> no, 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 and it's amazing. I mean, it really, it really makes a huge, huge difference. The other thing is, you know, because we're talking about keeping your face hydrated and, you know, wrinkle-free and things like that, one of the things that's super important, and, I, and this is something that I know nobody ever talks about, making sure that you are so well hydrated before your shoot. And what I'm talking about is for the entire week before your shoot. So making sure that you're drinking half your body weight in ounces of water every single day before your shoot makes a huge difference because when your face is hydrated, it glows. And what ends up happening is it looks fuller, it looks younger, it looks more youthful. And on the times that I have done this before a photo shoot, it has made a huge difference in the way that my face looks in all of the photos after. So I'm telling you, this is an incredible tip that people don't talk about, that is so cheap that anybody can do, and it's really super important. Keep yourself hydrated before the shoot and during the shoot the entire time. Absolutely. That's beautiful. Be aware before a photo shoot what you're eating, drinking, and as she said, stay hydrated because if we're drinking the night before, guess what? It dehydrates our skin. It dehydrates our body, and we don't always feel our best. You can always have a, you know, some some stuff at, at the shoot if you want to serve alcohol. But take care of that beautiful body and that skin because that's what we want the world to see. We want to, we want them to see us glowing literally from the inside out. And if we take care of our skin, it helps provide that effect even more. Right. Now, the other thing is, like, when you're bringing snacks to your photo shoot, like, you don't want to bring, like, salty almonds, as an example, because what are you doing? You're feeding yourself things that are going to now dehydrate you. So things that are really salty are going to dehydrate you and make you thirsty. 
So on the day of the photo shoot, if you're going to bring nuts or things like that, I suggest not bringing sugary and salty things, but to just bring like some fruit, things that are hydrating, things that are good for your skin, maybe some raw nuts, you know, Mm -hmm. or you can have roasted nuts. But the other thing you want to think about is not get not eating things that are going to get in between your teeth because mm-hmm. remember you're going to be chewing things and then they're going to get in your teeth and you don't want food in your teeth so you know making sure that if you are going to eat bringing like a toothbrush and some floss to make sure that your teeth look good after you eat super super right. super important so um it's called craft service <laughs> you know it's like <laughs> we're going to have craft service today Exactly. So water is perfect. Um, If you have a big, big photo shoot more than um, more than you and, you know, four people, absolutely think about your timing and if there needs to be something like Bonnie said, even more. So um, as she said about nuts, so don't get salty nuts. Get anything that'll boost your energy. It's about boosting your energy without dehydration and about um, feeling bloated. Bananas are also good. I personally don't eat a lot of bananas just because of, I I just don't, I love them, but they're a good source. If somebody is likes bananas, a half a banana or a banana is a very amazing protein on a photo shoot because it has a little bit of sugar. It has a little bit of, you know, the carbs, the protein, all of that together is really um, a lovely boost as well. I don't know why, but bananas just popped into my head as, as bananas and nuts for a photo shoot. I don't know why. Oh, but, that's so funny because um, I'm like all about the berries. Like I love having berries in my photo shoot. I like to have sparkling water. Right. So I like sparkling well, water. Yeah. I like berries. Like I like everything that like looks and feels feminine. I like to have I like that, that kind of stuff. That's, that's beautiful. And that also takes a proper um, person to handle that. I absolutely do not do fancy schmancy bubbly stuff at photo shoots, but we do if we have somebody who will do it because I'm not, Mia is not wanting to be responsible for that stuff. But you're right. It's important if the, if the star of the photo shoot wants to have something beautiful, that is lovely. I, I also love that. It's so funny because I'm thinking about the banana, which is masculine and you mm-hmm. like the berries, which is feminine. And I'm like, <laughs> literally, the reason I wouldn't have thought automatically of berries, and I'm glad you brought that up, is because um, just because they can be – well, now we have everything that's uh, full seasonal. At least in Los Angeles, we shop at the um, the healthier food stores, you know, like Whole Foods mm-hmm. and stuff, or the co-op. So mm-hmm. there we can – we have access to that. But I brought a banana because they're universally available, whereas berries aren't always. But – I like that. You know what? Next photo shoot, we're having berries. Berries and, and, and sparkling <laughs> well, the water. Well, the other thing you have to think about is, like, for me, I think about what can I, like, easily get into my mouth where, like, the mm-hmm. lipstick's not going to come off. That's and right. You know what I mean? Like, I'm thinking about the fact that yeah. I'm completely made up. So here's, here's a great trip, tip when you're drinking water or sparkling water, whatever it is you're having to drink, is drink it out of, out of a straw. You know, mm-hmm. so that you're not messing up your lipstick every time you drink. I mean, these are like little things that people seriously don't think of that make big differences. You know, you just mentioned that, and that is really, really, that was fabulous, and that's really important. I want to go back to the makeup really quick here. Um, not yeah. about the lo- lovely lips and the straw, but one thing that we didn't cover about the makeup is 
if you have a makeup artist that you work with and you trust, fabulous. But I absolutely would, um, for anybody that I don't know as a makeup artist, I would ask for um, a sample makeup before because they're not always cheap, right? They're minimum like 125 bucks. Well, no, I've paid 60 bucks before, but see, you get what you pay for. So if you pay more, you it's important to ask for this period because I remember a photo shoot that you were on, Bonnie, and you and I together where we had a makeup person come and they weren't as skilled and we kind of felt like we were clowns a bit. Yep. Um, yep. We loved the shoot, but we felt like we were clowns. And I remember another photo shoot you saying, uh, showing me the pictures of yourself and saying, man, that makeup artist wasn't, you know, this was before we joined our businesses and stuff. Right. Um, man, that I wasn't happy. Was, right. I wasn't happy exactly. with the makeup that was on. Yeah. So, so I so ended after, up not liking any of the pictures. So this, like the reason that we're talking about this today is because I have wasted thousands of dollars on photo shoots where I got no pictures that I liked. And, and so since we did bring up uh, makeup, this is important for me to share too. So we're going to go right into hair. Have your hair design ready how you want it. Talk to your makeup person ahead of time about, one, test them out. But each photo shoot that you do, if you use the same makeup person, hair and makeup, um, they're going to know your style. They're also going to be thinking because it's their line of work. They will already, at least our makeup person, um, uh, Chris Crane, she is amazing because she's like, Mia, next photo shoot, I want you to look like um, uh, Veronica Lake, that hairstyle. That'll be so glam on you. So you want somebody to be thinking about photo shoots to inspire you or looks because that's really where partnership comes together. Your hair is just as important as your makeup. We talked about where that um, person on the photo shoot in the desert didn't have her, her hair done. Well, goodness gracious, because the hair, the makeup we can Photoshop, people can Photoshop in very easily. We don't want Photoshop, but I'm just saying if you've spent money and you can't go back and they turned out, yeah, they can be touched up with a little blush and not, that kind of stuff. But your hair is incredibly difficult. You'd have to have an incredibly skilled graphic designer to do that. And in which case, we did have to get an incredibly skilled graphic designer. She, our, actually, our magazine graphic designer is incredibly skilled. So be aware of your hair. My photo shoot for um, my love work that I've been doing for the last 10 years, I had a new um, – uh, and this also goes along with the clothes because you asked me, Bonnie, what, what I would do. Um, so I wanted blue. Actually, I had um, electric blue peekaboos in my hair. So that meant that on the backside uh, behind my ears, I had a strip on each side that I had been wearing for a while, natural, having my hair lightened and then colored as I would get my hair done. So I ordered online the same color electric blue and had brought it to Chris or she came, you know, she came to our, the, the photo shoot. I showed him to her and she's like, this is incredible. So we put it in my hair. So on my website, that's actually my hair. And Bonnie and I went out to dinner that night. Remember the stage? I don't know if you remember, but I yeah. felt like the most glamorous woman with my hair done up so fabulous and my makeup. I mean, it's really an amazing feeling, isn't it, Bonnie? Oh, my God. It's amazing. I love having photo shoots. I love, I love getting ready for them. I love participating in them. And I love enjoying, like, the rest of the day, you know, where I'm all made up, 
going out with my friends, doing something special after. I mean, to me, you can make a photo shoot like a really incredible experience. And this is coming from somebody, okay, who literally was told not to let anybody take pictures of you, don't get in front of the camera, you are not photogenic, and literally stayed out of being in front of the camera for 20-plus years. Mm-hmm. So what I'm saying to you is that anybody can get great photos from their photo shoot. Anybody That's can right. really learn to have a fun time to make this a positive experience. But there are things that you need to do to plan to make that happen. That's right. Here's an amazing tip. My One of my biggest feminine tips that I teach in the Love Feminine work that I also do, and that is... Um, Practice, practice, practice. So we practice on creating our our business strengths, our love strengths, our emotional strength, even our body strength, our food strength, meaning that, you know, if we desire to have a healthier body, then we're going to eat healthy. If we desire to have a more fit body or looking fit, then we do something about that too. If we desire to make more money, then we learn about money. All of these things build us as a great person. So the same thing goes for your photo shoot. Practice with a camera in front of a mirror. Now, I'm not talking about selfies where they're in the photo shoot with you or in the shoot. And I'm not talking about doing this for your professional stuff. I'm saying to get comfortable in front of the camera. So you take a photograph of yourself or a couple of them in front of a mirror so you can see yourself and see the structure of your face. And you hold your camera off to the side. You have to have a pretty big mirror. Sometimes the bathrooms work better. Um, And these are something that no one else is going to see but you. And so as you're holding it up, taking your picture, remember, always hold it up higher than your face a little bit, slightly downward, because we don't want pictures from the neck up. We want them from looking at your eyes and just being really radiant and beautiful. Smile, pose, work that, know who you are to the depth. This is why the music that we talked about in the very beginning is so powerful on everything that we do. It aligns us to our feminine or our masculine. It sings to our soul. So as you're taking a few pictures, you look at them on your camera or on your phone and you go, oh, good Lord, that looks horrendous. Or, wow, I really kind of like that. I'm going to work that pose. So that you know and it becomes who you are. Um, It might sound a little bit like, wow, that's superficial but as we redevelop who we are in life we are raised a specific way and we become a specific person and if it doesn't get us um, to the places we want to grow into then we have to make adjustments and change it's called self-care self-love all of that stuff so literally when you're examining your face and stuff you're going to learn how to um, pose yourself I used to smile where my upper lip used to go way up high and you saw this gum, you know, my gums, and I've got nice, beautiful, big teeth. And so I looked like a horse. So I had to learn how to smile without exposing. And so now it's natural how I smile. And also, of course, age helps because our mouth changes as we get older. So be comfortable with yourself. And because of age as we get older, we are not the, you know, 12-year-old, 15-year-old, 20-year-old, bouncing, free, passionate person that we used to be. We have changed somewhat. So know what you look like and be aware because putting that kind of money into as an investment, into a photo shoot, into you, and wanting to have the best pictures that you can have does take practice as well. Everything in life takes practice. 
So know what you look like so that when you start to feel sexy and you hear that music, guess what? That light turns on and that smile and that head tilts a certain way or your eyes begin to flash. That's what's important and that's what's unique about you. Absolutely. I totally agree with you. In fact, you know, it's really interesting that you say that because um, I used to think that what you were supposed to do was exaggerate your mouth in photos. That's what I used to think. Guess what? That was all Interesting. wrong. Mm-hmm. So actually what you're supposed to do is show your expression through your eyes. And the eyes don't lie. The eyes are the windows to the soul. So just think about the way that you want to be feeling. Like whatever the look is that you want to portray, if you can think about that and then express that through your eyes, that is usually how you get those shots, those money shots. You know, they call them money shots. Mm -hmm. That's like the shot that was like the end all, end all of the whole photo shoot. Those are the money shots, you know? Yeah. The best ones, the ones we love the most, the ones that like, it's like one in a million. And you can have a lot of, you can get many money shots in your photo shoot. I mean, I've had photo shoots where I've had, you know, 30 to 50 to 75 money shots. That's pretty good. That's amazing. That's more more than pretty good. You know, I mean, that really, that really is amazing. But remember, before all of these photo shoots, I got out of my head and into my body I did all of the things that we have been talking about, like literally from making it fun, you know what I mean, and getting out of my head and into my body before the photo shoot and then during the photo shoot when I needed to, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. We planned ahead. I mean, Mia was like the amazing planner of this whole photo shoot. She was like, she was in charge of the whole photo shoot. She knew who was going to get paid. She knew how much money they were getting. She knew when to give them the money. She she coordinated everything that had to happen. She made sure that I had all my props. She knew where all the clothes were. We had all the accessories put with each outfit. So every Mm -hmm. outfit was set up ready to be put on immediately so that we didn't waste time in between clothes changes. That's we had the location ready. We knew how to get into the location. We knew where to park. We told everybody else where to park. Um, I had the outfits planned ahead of time with all the accessories, with all the props that we were going to be bringing. We had the makeup artist. I had had a conversation with the makeup artist ahead of time. So she kind of knew the look and feel of what I was going for so that she made sure to bring the right type of makeup. We talked about the fact that my skin was dry and I needed to make sure that I looked youthful in the photo shoot. That was super important to me. And she made sure to make that happen. We even talked about what what I wanted my hair to look like. And she told me what I should do beforehand to prep to get ready and then what she would do So, like, I knew what my part was. I knew what their part was. So this was a team effort in every way. Everybody that I collaborated with, I knew what my job was and I knew what their job was. 
you know, and this is, and this is kind of what brought it all together. And then somebody who ran the whole show, which was Mia, she ran the whole show. She knew everybody who was involved. She was coordinating with all of them. And that took a lot of pressure and stress off of me. And Mm -hmm. that way I didn't have to have like my face looking like garbage because I was stressing out because the photographer didn't get there on time or he was taking too long in between the photo shoots or whatever else was going on. I didn't need to deal with it. Mia dealt with it. So Um, that made for, you know, the pictures to come out so much better. Yeah. And, and something that I am now aware of whenever we uh, talk about a photographer in the future for for uh, Bonnie, for me, for anyone else, if they're new and we don't know them. One thing to, to keep in mind is be aware. Now, we don't always meet them in person at first. We meet them on the phone or on Zoom or some other way in which we meet and talk before actually getting to the photo shoot. So if you're on the phone and they know who you are by your photos and they're um, acting schoolboyish or schoolgirlish about you, be aware that that may not be the best suited photographer for you. That's what happened in this case. This person knew about Bonnie, had been watching her, was like a fan of hers. And so oftentimes we wasted more time, although it was very sweet, but you don't pay for sweetness. He was more into how amazing her lips looked or how her breasts were coming out, not in a professional way, but in a little schoolboy way. So be aware that you want somebody that is, there for the photos and not there just to be in your presence. That is so vitally important. And I know people think are saying, wow, that's really kind of interesting. Never thought about that. Well, you don't think about these things until they absolutely happen. In fact, let's write a big book about this, Bonnie. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Right. And see, that's the whole thing. It's like, unless you've had photo shoots, you have no idea that this stuff is even possible. That's the whole thing. And so that's why we're talking about these things because anything can happen in a photo shoot and the best thing is when you're prepared and when you know what's going on and when you know what's happening and you feel like you are in charge even if there's somebody else there supporting you who is in charge mhm absolutely and i and the most important thing is for the person getting the photograph for this to be their day this to be their spotlight because One, it allows that relaxation, as Bonnie was saying, and the openness for you to express everything. You know when you have an amazing, um, say, birthday party or something, what happens? You feel so powerfully amazing, right? It's like you know that this is all about you and you want to enjoy it. It's the same feeling, whether it's a party or a holiday or whatever, and it's about you. Allow it to be about you. Allow people to service you and to help you because we as humans don't normally allow people into our space to take care of us like that. And it really can be the most blessed experience because you're relaxed so you can think about the expressions that you want to have in those photographs. That's what's important too, as we were saying about the storyboarding and knowing what you want and the posing in the mirror. All of that around is literally uh, provides you with the best opportunity to have that shoot be successful. 
And Bonnie, guess what? We're out of time. How would you like to? Oh my God! I didn't. I feel like we we could talk about this for another show. Are you kidding me? This is great. I love this. This is so fun. It is fun. It's wonderful. So, um, one more tip, Bon, before we go off air. Don't be terrified of having your picture taken, and don't listen to anybody who tells you that you are not photogenic. Yes, you are. I love that. That's beautiful. Wonderful. Great advice. Thank you all for joining us, and we'll see you in another episode of Business and Money Mentors.